I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. What is up, my dear friend, and welcome back to the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host, Tyler Joe Stratton, and today we have a very important topic that we're going to be discussing, and it's a topic that I had the privilege to talk about with a friend last night that it it, it kind of inspired me to discuss it with you on today's podcast episode. Uh, but before we get started, thank you for being here today. You're going to learn about how to let go of unwanted emotions, those emotions that oftentimes stop you from enjoying your day, enjoying the present moment, enjoying a relationship with somebody that you're, you know, dealing with, whether it be a coworker or a parent or a loved one or, uh, you know, a child, like, because these, these emotions are always in the background, always hindering, you know, always showing themselves, always reminding you like, hey, I'm here, you can't really enjoy life all that much, right? So today, that's what we're going to be talking about, because I'm going to give you these three Three big steps that you can begin to take. They're not big steps, they're small steps, but they're three big ideas, right? That's going to really help you to be able to let go of these unwanted emotions and uh, so that you can move forward and move on and, and move into victory, a emotional state that you much would rather be in. So I hope that you find this episode helpful, encouraging, supportive, and uplifting. And if you do, once again, I always say this, but be the dealer of hope. Be the dealer of hope in a time of need. Share this podcast out with one, two, or three friends. Why not? Like one of the things that I've been doing, not to get on a tangent, but one of the things that I've been doing every single day is I pick a new person to reach out to to just say, I hope you have a good day. That's it. I, I it change it changes the direction of my day. I just feel better. Like yesterday, um, I did that with a friend who I oftentimes play disc golf with, and um, because I I think I reached out to him, then he invited me to go play disc golf, and then that opened up the conversation that I had with him. A beautiful conversation, uh, helping him through how to deal with difficult emotions and being able to let them go which inspired me to jump on today's podcast episode uh, to talk about how you would begin to work through these difficult emotions that you feel like don't serve you. So listen, there, there, you can be the dealer of hope and it's such a powerful way for you to feel better right now is just to offer some goodness, offer some direction, offer some hope, offer some, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about you. I've been doing this for quite some time now. Like I texted my aunt, my uncle, who kind of raised me um, last week. And then she posted on uh, uh, son's day. I don't know if you saw that on social media, but she posted basically um, an image of her sons. Uh, One of her sons passed away. Unfortunately, my cousin passed away um, about a year ago and uh, she posted him and then she posted her younger son. And uh, he was at our wedding, my, uh, my wife and I's wedding. And she's like, once again, shouted us out, my brother and I, because she raised us um, partially. And uh, she said, happy son's day. And it, and it was a beautiful, well-written um, note to remind me that, 
you know, life is, uh, life is so good. Life is so good. And my friend, I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you're here because you are taking the initiative to listen to something that's going to hopefully and just make you feel better. I'm, I'm here to help guide you to feel a little bit better about your situation and yourself and in your future. So once again, nonetheless, I am done talking. I am going to start be, uh, this podcast where we talk about how to begin to let go um, so that these emotions don't continue to keep you stuck, keep you from living a joy-filled life, uh, keep you from living a life of vitality and aliveness and excitement and joy and, and hope, you know? So I want to start out with this idea, you know, uh, that... Letting go is not as hard as we logically think it to be. Oftentimes why we get stuck when it comes to letting go of someone is because we try to let go of them completely. We're just trying to let go of someone. That's pretty that's a pretty massive project to take on. If I were to tell you like you have to let go of your ex, you're like, holy crap, I don't know how to do that. Well, here's the thing. You've been practicing how to let go for quite some time. Now let me let me you just haven't had the perspective to see that you have actually been letting go of your ex or your significant other or that difficult time in little bits of little bits of little bits. You see, when, let me take you through an example real quick. Let's say you just went through a breakup. You two were living together. Now you're living alone. There are things that your significant other used to do that you now had to do. Now you have to do yourself right? I don't care if it's the laundry. I don't care if it's the dishes. I don't care if it's washing the car, getting gas. I don't care if it's making your own supper now. These little acts are reminding you that you have been letting go and you've been taking on new roles. And little bit by little bit, like for example, because they're no longer around, you've had to let go of this idea that they're not here, so I have to now do this, what they used to do. That's, I know you don't recognize that. I know you're not seeing that perspective, but realistically, that's a sign of you letting go when you have to adopt this new way of living without them. That's, that's you letting go. That's a part of letting go. You see, the secret to letting go of the big things is to learn how to let go of the little things. You can't just simply let go of someone completely and entirely and just be like, how do I get over them? How do I move on? How do I let go? How do I finally detach myself so I'm not so anxiously waiting for their return? You have to start by letting go of the little things. And I remember, I know this sounds crazy, but if you're watching me here on YouTube, I have a pen in my hand if you're listening to me on podcast. And I remember when I was struggling to let go of my ex, um, what I did um, that helped me to let go of her was I started to let go of little daily things. And I mean physically let go. Like, for example, I remember doing this hundreds of times. I would just let go. I'm like, how do I let go of something that I don't want to let go of? Like, for example, I would just drop my pen hundreds of times. I'm like, what am I actually doing here? I'm letting go. But what does that entail? What does that mean? I know that sounds weird, but like I was struggling to let go. And I'm like, what does it mean to let go? Well, letting go means you're not holding on to something. So physically, mentally, emotionally, you're not holding on to something. So first things first, 
when it comes to letting go of those unwanted emotions, that, that person that hurt you, that difficult challenge that you experienced and unfortunately went through, there's these three big steps that I have taken that have helped me to be able to let go. And I'm going to read to you the overview of it, then I'm going to break down each and every single step hidden in the overview. So I believe that letting go involves being aware of a feeling, letting it come up, staying with it, and letting it run its course without wanting to make it a different or do anything about it. It means simply to let the feeling be there and to focus on letting out the energy behind it. So we're going to take that overview and I'm going to walk you through the three big steps so that you can begin to actually let go of those unwanted emotions that are stopping you from enjoying a greater quality of life. So the big thing that I find here is number one, the first thing that you have to do that a lot of people struggle with, believe it or not, is because they make it so generic and so, um, so massive is the first thing, if you want to let go of an emotion is you have to become aware of the feeling or the emotion that you're currently experiencing. And a lot of people struggle with this. I, it's, it's crazy on how many people actually do struggle with this idea of like how, how, like becoming aware of the emotion that you're trying to let go of. Um, emotional wheel. Perfect. So I'm going to pull up this uh, quick diagram here. And I'm going to talk about this. This is one of the things that I oftentimes go over with coaching clients and uh, so that they can get uh, emotionally equipped and become and gain emotional intelligence. So when you become aware of a uh, feeling is the first step. So if you're feeling something, you've got to first recognize what it is you're feeling. That's step number one. If you can't recognize what you're feeling, what cannot be named cannot be healed is often what I say. What cannot be named cannot be healed. How do you heal something that you're unaware of or unsure of? You can't. It's very challenging. And that's where most people find uh, themselves being stuck is because they're just, they just know that they feel bad. But what does that actually mean? Like there's, there's this thing called, and I want you to look it up yourself if you have time today, maybe just like if you're listening to this on your phone or wherever you're listening to this or watching this, um, the emotional wheel is a powerful tool. Um, and you can get into like amazing information in regards to the emotional wheel. But the, the core concept of the emotional wheel is that ideally behind the emotional wheel are a list of emotions that people often feel. Um, so once again, excuse me, if you are struggling to name any type of an emotion, I'm going to kind of walk through this real quick is that let's say you're feeling sad or disgusted, angry, fearful, bad, surprised, happy. Like there's, there's one of these emotions that you're at your core that you're feeling. And let's just say you're feeling, you might be feeling sad. And, and then when you break that down, the emotional will helps you to break it down. Like all you know is you're feeling sad. I'm just feeling sad, but I don't know how to name more of that. Okay. So we got to, we got to go deeper. The deeper that you go, the better off that you're going to be able to actually heal it, heal it and deal with it. So let's say you're sad, but really, really what you're feeling is you're hurt. And now you're like, well, I'm, I'm actually hurt, Tyler. Oh, okay. Well, usually hurt comes from being embarrassed or disappointed right? So like, what are you disappointed about? That, that something didn't happen the way that you wanted it to happen? Like you held this expectation and that expectation wasn't reached and now you're disappointed, which causes hurt, which then causes sadness. Do you understand that the core 
behind your sadness is disappointment. All it is is you're disappointed. And when you see that you're disappointed and you can finally be like, I'm feeling just disappointed. And then you understand and are aware of the feeling. You can name the feeling. You feel more empowered and in control of that emotion. It just feels better that you're like emotionally aware of what you're feeling. You're not feeling like this crazy. I just always picture like this, uh, think of, think of a blank canvas and then just like scribbles all over it, like black, like deep, dark scribbles. Like that's how I feel. And when, when you see that, what happens is behind all those scribbles is a, is a, is a, a core emotion. And that core emotion that you might be experiencing is disappointment. So ideally, you're just disappointed that things didn't work out the way that they did. And now that you, step one, became aware of the feeling, you named the feeling, you can move into step number two, which is the actionable step, which is one of the greatest steps that I believe that you can take when dealing with an unwanted emotion. So the unwanted emotion currently that we're going to be talking about is you're feeling disappointed. You're disappointed in their inability to love you. You feel disappointed in yourself. You feel disappointed about the future that you feel like you no longer have. You feel disappointed that um, they they betrayed you, that they hurt you, that um, the expectation of creating this beautiful quality of life with them is not the reality anymore. So the second thing that you have to do, so maybe write this down, but once you become aware of the feeling and you name it, once you name it, you can heal it. The second thing is you have to let it show itself. You have to let it show itself. And once you know it and it shows up, you have to just stay with it. You just kind of don't battle it. Don't push it away. Don't call it out and be like, ah, this is not an emotion that I want to feel. Just, just name it and just stay with it. Oftentimes, I tell a lot of my coaching clients just to sit with it and don't try to change it. Allow it to run its course without trying to change it. Just be with it. Just sit with it. Like find this is this is a beautiful exercise that I'm going to take you through. So there's power that the emotion is stuck somewhere in your body. And we won't go deep here, super deep. I'm just going to kind of talk you through this real quick. Like when you call out that emotion, where do you feel it in your body? Oftentimes I feel it in my lower back. I feel a lot of pain in my stomach and in my lower back. So what I do is I call out the emotion I'm disappointed. I ask myself, where do I feel that emotion in my body? I'll feel tense. Like my, my, my back might feel tense. My stomach might feel upset. There might be a knot in there. My hands might be cold. That might be where I'm feeling it. Um, you know, you might feel it in your neck or in your, um, um, traps area. Um, you know, it's up around your neck if you don't know where your traps are, but it's like those little muscles <laughs> by your neck. But nonetheless, where are you feeling this emotion? And then what I want you to do is just sit in the center or in the location in your body where that emotion resides. So if it's in your stomach, I just want you to just sit there and just feel the pressure, the tingling, the, the stabbing, the th- like uh, uncomfortable feeling that you're feeling and just be like, oh, that's disgust sitting there. I feel disgusted. And then what I want you to do is is start to breathe through it and relax that part of your body as best that you can. You're just going to be like, I'm going to breathe into that specific location. Let's say that it's in your stomach. You're going to breathe into your stomach. You're going to hold your breath for a couple seconds, and then you're going to release it. So what I do is when I feel an emotion that I don't want to experience and I'm like, okay, I don't like this, this emotion anymore. I'm like, where is it at in my body? Like as soon as I feel, I name it, I feel it. I just stay with it. I find it in my body and then I release it by 
breathing into that area and allowing myself to say the word release as I breathe out. Like I will think about it, find it, there it is. And I'll just stay with it. And then I'll breathe into it and release it and try to completely relax my body almost to complete like letting go-ness. Like try to completely let go of every painful, sharp, tight part of your body that that emotion is held in, right? That's what I do. So instead of trying to change it, just allow it to run its course, stay with it. Don't try to judge it. Just stay with it and breathe through it and relax that part of the body that you feel it in. That's that's a releasing technique. That's releasing it from your body. That's that's you no longer repressing it, suppressing it, or expressing it. It's just allowing you to kind of release it, just to let it be and release it. So remember, step one, be aware of the feeling. Step two is allow yourself to recognize where it sits in your body and then to just sit with it and then release it. Relax your body part that's like, you know, feeling that pain. And then last thing, my friend, that's dealing with the emotional parts, right? Is naming it, then sitting with it without trying to change it. The last thing that I highly recommend is it's focusing forward. Excuse me. It's focusing forward. You have to create, set a new intention to feel a better quality emotion. So go back to that color wheel, right? That emotional color wheel. And you'll see it's very colorful. It's actually not the color wheel. It's called emotional wheel. But nonetheless, it's very colorful. And find a feeling on there that you want to feel. Something that you can look forward toward feeling. And then, once again, so maybe you go to happy. You want to feel happier. But do you want to feel playful? Do you want to feel content? Do you want to feel interested? Do you want to feel proud, accepted, powerful, peaceful, trusting, optimistic? Most of the time, what I've learned when I take coaching clients through this is that they want to feel peaceful. And then, okay, well, from peaceful, what do you want to feel? Loving and thankful. So if you want to feel happy and peaceful, then you need to find a way to feel more thankful. Like, once again, if you want to feel that end result of being happy to feeling, you know, peaceful, you want to find something to feel thankful for. So then after I feel it, I immediately go into writing in my journal what I'm grateful for. If I don't have my journal, once again, I just think about things that I'm grateful for. Like, what can I be grateful for is what I ask myself. What can I be grateful for? What can I be thankful for? And I allow myself to marinate, to sit, to rest, to be with those thoughts for a long enough period until I start to actually feel those empowering you know, emotions. By asking myself a question on how, what can I be grateful for? What can I feel thankful for right now? It allows me to direct my thoughts away from the painful point and into a hope-filled future of things that I can actually be grateful for. This might be simple, but practicing it over and over again, building the repetition, building the uh, endurance to actually do these three steps on a day-to-day basis if you struggle with the emotional stress and struggle of your day-to-day, of your, you know, quality of life, if you unwanted emotions, try this out. Give it a go. I mean, become aware of the feelings. Sit with it so that you recognize where it sits in your body to allow yourself to breathe into it and let it just be released and relaxed. And then pick a new feeling and emotion that you want to feel be happy, be peaceful. To find happiness and peace, you've got to find gratitude and thankfulness. So what can you be thankful for? What can you be grateful for? And then sit in that for a while, marinate into that. My friend, that is exactly how I would tell you how to let go of the unwanted emotions and being able to move forward. Let going, you know, whether you start with just letting go of the small things, don't try to let go of the big things. Try to let go of the small things, whether it's from a pen, 
whether it's from letting go of like you maybe on a day-to-day basis, you listen to the same radio stations, let go of that radio station driving home from work today and listen to something different. Maybe it's you always make your bed. Maybe it's all you always do the same routine. Like you wake up, brush your teeth and you drink some water. Then you drink some coffee, change that up. Maybe drink coffee first and then drink some water and then brush your teeth and then make your bed, change up your habits, let go of your normal routines, let go of those little things by changing little things and you'll be able to let go of bigger things. Once again, then you can become aware of the feeling. You can become aware of what you feel because remember what isn't named cannot be healed. You can't recognize what is unrecognizable and what is not, you know, named cannot be healed. So name it, sit with it, and then pick a new emotion that you want to feel. That, my friend, will help you to be able to let go of unwanted emotions and move on to a greater emotional quality of life. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton. And listen, I am your heartbreak recovery coach, helping people to move on and create happiness after their heartbreak. And if that's something you're interested in, if you're ready to reclaim your control of your life, of your happiness and of your future, I have something exciting for you. I am so grateful if you're still here with me and still listening to me. I'm so grateful because listen, I have a free 30 minute training to teach people the three most powerful steps that they can begin to take in order for them to be able to move on and create happiness after their heartbreak. If you're ready to reclaim control of your life, move on and move forward so that you can finally feel a greater sense and greater quality of life, not only today, but into the future moving forward, then this training is for you. I've created this training. I've been I've been just in the depths of building out this training and finally got it recorded. So once again, if you're ready for that free training, on how to move on and create happiness after your heartbreak so that you can win back your day, win back your week, and win back your life so that you can finally feel a sense of peace and happiness moving forward. And like you don't have to continue to rely on someone else to make you happy, then be sure to click the link in the show notes below. It's going to be the free training. Once again, it's free. So give it a go. Check it out. I'd love to see you on the inside of that free training. It's 30 minutes once again. And my dear friend, my name is Tyler Joe Stratton. I am your heartbreak recovery coach coming to you today and, and hoping that you and your heart are healing. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope and the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast. 